Welcome to Tradutex Portuguese Lessons Podcast. Olá, eu sou a Helena and on this episode we're going to learn how to describe someone in Portuguese. But first, I want to tell you that Tradutex Portuguese Lessons Podcast is now on Patreon. If you're not familiar with Patreon, Patreon is a platform where you can support the projects you enjoy. I'm proud to tell you that Tradutex Portuguese Lessons has now three patrons. Francine Brown, Gita Barknovitz and Philip French. Muito obrigada! Become a patron if you would like to support this podcast to carry on and also if you want to get exclusive content that will help you through your learning process. Patrons are more than welcome not only to ask questions but also to suggest new topics for new episodes. Go to www.patreon.com slash tradutex and learn more about it. Okay, so on today's episode, we're going to learn how to describe someone in Portuguese. We'll talk about physical appearance, hair and eyes. Let's start. Vamos começar. Learning some useful adjectives to describe someone's body type. We'll start with an adjective that I think is essential because it means tall and tall in Portuguese is alto. Alto. I will spell it for you. If you still have any issues on your Portuguese alphabet, go back and listen again to episode number four you will have all the information you need to understand this. So let's spell it. Alto is A-L-T-O. Alto. Alto means tall. And it's what we call in Portuguese a regular adjective. Regular because it will come in four possibilities. You have the masculine singular that we've just learned. Alto ending at the letter O, and then you have the feminine version of it, which is alta. Alta ends at the letter A. So it's pretty regular because the masculine ends at O, alto, but the feminine ends at A, alta. Alto, alta. And now let me introduce to you the plural of this word. And as I said, it's a very regular adjective, so the only thing you need to do is to add the letter S at the end of the masculine and then the feminine, and you will get the masculine plural, altos. So we're just adding S at alto, alto, altos. Although it ends at the letters O, S, our pronunciation should be us. Os altos. And then, for the feminine plural, altas. Altas. So, okay, four possibilities for the same word. I will repeat, and you can repeat after me, the four possibilities. And I will always do this. I will always start with masculine singular, feminine singular, masculine plural feminine plural okay so we'll start alto 
alta, altos, altas. Now let's put it in a sentence. We've learned before the verb ser. Remember the verb ser? Ser is that one we use for to be, but a more permanent to be. If you have any questions about the verb ser, check on episode number 9, episódio número 9, and you have all the rules and the full conjugation of the verb there. So, being tall, uh, since the moment we're grown up and we're adults, being tall is a more permanent um, situation, right? We don't change height every day, it's not easy to change. So the verb ser, our permanent or more permanent to be, is the one we should use along with the idea of tall. So if I want to say I am tall, because I am a woman, I need to say eu sou alta. I will repeat, eu sou alta. Okay, now you're wondering, do we really need to start with the personal pronoun eu? The translation would be I. Do I really need to start with eu? No, you don't need to start with the word eu. There's absolutely no problem if you start with eu, but you can also drop it, which is equally fine. So if you want to make your sentence even easier, you can just say so alta. But if it's a man speaking, instead of saying alta, we need to change into masculine. So a man says so alto. Okay, so a man says so alto. A woman says so alta. So if we're describing someone, let's say we want to say he is tall. So the word for he is il, is, is, é, so il, é, and because il is masculine, I need to use the masculine word for tall, so il, é, alto. But if I'm talking about she, she is tall, it goes ela, é, alta. So, let's repeat again. I will say first, he is tall, and then she is tall. Are you ready? He is tall first. Il é alto. Let's try to run the words il and the word é together. So, instead of saying il é, let's say il é. Ele é alto. Ele é alto. And now the feminine. Ela é alta. Let's run it together. Ela é alta. You see, when we try to run together, ela é alta, we don't drop any letter from the word ela. We're just saying all the letters. Ela é alta. Ela é alta. But when we try to do the masculine, ele é alto, when we run it together, ele é alto, we drop the last letter of the word il, so we drop the last é, because we just put it together with the following word, which is again é. 
So instead of having ele é, we just do ele. That makes it easier. And now let's see how the plural works. If I want to say they are tall. If you still remember, we have a masculine they and a feminine they. So a masculine they is eles and the feminine they is elas. So if I want to say they are tall, just referring to men or to a mixed group of men and women, I pick the masculine plural. So I say eles. And my sentence is eles são altos. The verb is são, remember? Eles são altos. Okay, if I want to say they are tall again, so in English there's no difference, but this time the context is I'm referring to just a group of women, I need to use the, the feminine plural they, which is elas. So let's say it. Elas são altas. Okay, so we've learned six sentences with the adjective tall. I taught you how do we say I am tall for a man and I am tall for a woman. He is tall, she is tall, and they are tall masculine and they are tall feminine. And I'm taking a bit long now on this one because for the other one it will be exactly the same, so we'll just follow the same pattern and it will be much easier for you if you understand it right away what we're doing. So I will repeat and you can repeat after me. So let's say on this order, first the I masculine, then the I feminine, then the he, then the she, then they masculine and then they feminine. Are you ready? So let's do it. Eu sou alto. Eu sou alta. Ele é alto. Ela é alta. Eles são altos. Elas são altas. Ok, so I think you understood the adjective for tall, which is alto. Notice that this adjective also means high. So tall or high is the same thing in Portuguese. Let's learn the opposite, the word that will be the translation for short but also for low. So the word is baixo. I repeat, baixo. Let me spell it for you in Portuguese so we can practice our alphabet. B, A, I, X, O. Let's do it again. B, A, I, X, O. Baixo. And baixo, as I told you, means short and also low. And baixo, just like alto, is a regular adjective, which means that, again, it will change into the four possibilities. We have baixo, 
baixa, baixos, baixas. I know there's a lot of sh sounds at the plural. This happens because we have the x, we're pronouncing x like a sh, and then the s at the end is also the sound sh. So you get baixos, baixas. So let's do the same exact sentences with the verb ser, because again, if you're short, you're short. It's not something that the height, it's not something that easily changes. So it's the verb ser, the more permanent to be that we should use. And let's do the exact same sentences we did for the, ver for the adjective alto. Let's do them now for the adjective baixo in the same order. So first I am short, a man, and then I am short, a woman. He is short, she is short. They are short, masculine. And remember that the masculine they could refer just to men or could include a mixed group of men and women. And then finally, the feminine they. Okay, ready? So let's do it. Eu sou baixo. Eu sou baixa. Ele, ele, yeah, don't, don't forget, let's try, because I can say ele é, but I can run it together, that's what we normally do, so let's do it. Ele baixo. Ela é baixa. Eles são baixos. Elas são baixas. Ok, so we've done alto e baixo. Let's now learn the adjectives for fat and thin. Ok, so the adjective for fat is gordo. Gordo. Let me spell it for you in Portuguese. G O R D O Vamos repetir G O R D O Gordo Gordo means fat it's something you, if you live in Portugal, it's something that you also find on milk cartons, because if you have the fat milk, we say leite gordo. And the fat milk is the fully creamy one. So gordo. So it's a regular adjective too, which means that it will change into the four possibilities again. So we have gordo, Gorda, gordos, gordas. Let's do our sentences so we practice the adjective for fat, but also the verb ser. Okay, on this one you can argue with me and you can say, mm, it's true, we can be fat, but it's also true that we can lose weight and sometimes we go back at what we were before. 
Okay, you are right. We normally use the verb ser to describe someone that is fat, but we may use the verb estar, the more temporary to be, in case we want to point out that the person changed, that before was thin and now it is fat. So we can accept both, but they mean slightly different things. So if I say, for instance, about him, he is fat, ele é, and let's run it together, ele, ele gordo. If I say ele gordo, I really mean that he is a fat man. I've always seen him as a fat man. When I think about him, I think about him as a fat person. Okay. But if I say, and now I don't know if you still remember our verb estar, and if you have any questions about the verb estar, just go and check episode number 10, episódio 10, because on episode number 10 we talk about the verb estar. So if I want to say, ele está gordo, when we translate literally word by word, that also means he is fat, but what we actually mean is that now he looks fatter than he used to be. So if I look at someone and I say, um, ele está gordo, what I have in mind is the fact that I thought about this person as a thin person, all my life I've seen this man as a thin man, and now something happened and he looks fatter now, he's fatter than he used to be. So the usage of star in terms of fat or thin, it, it, it always has that idea of change. Okay, so now that I've made this clear, I hope, we normally still use the verb ser because again, although you can change your weight, it's not that easy and it doesn't happen that often. And we will just use the verb star for these situations when we want to point out that something changed and something is different now. So getting back to the sentences that we did for alto and baixo, we'll repeat these same sentences for gordo. So always first the masculine, then the feminine, don't forget. I am fat would be eu sou gordo. Eu sou gorda. Ele é gordo. Ela é gorda. Eles são gordos. Elas são gordas. You might say now, mm, it's a bit rude to say someone is fat, gordo. So let me teach you an, an adjective that you can use instead. We may use the adjective Fart. Fart literally means strong, but we can also use fart to refer someone is fat without actually saying the word for fat, gordo, in this case. Let me spell the adjective fart for you. F-O-R-T-E. Fart. As you can see, this adjective ends at the letter E. That means it's not a regular adjective. 
regular adjectives they always end at the letter O. So if it ends at E, we know that it won't have a masculine and feminine. It will only have a singular, so it will be good this word fart is good to talk about a man or a woman, and then a plural adding the S at the end. Farch. When we have this ending at E, S, what we do is that we drop the E and we just do the sound SH. So see how it changes? Singular FART, plural FARTCH, FART, FARTCH. So this word literally means strong, so you can also use it as strong, but it's a word that you can use to replace in a kind way the word gordo that we've just learned for fat. And now I just want to teach you the word for thin, which is the word magro. Magro. So let's see how we spell magro. We spell M A G R O. Vamos repetir? M A G R O Magro And magro, again, it's a regular adjective So we can do our six sentences As we did for alto, baixo and gordo Are you ready? Let's do it Eu sou magro Eu sou magra Ele é magro. Ela é magra. Eles são magros. Elas são magras. Okay, and with these four adjectives, they will be the base to describe someone in a simple way, the physical appearance. Alto, baixo, Gordo, magro. Let's now have a look at words that we can use to describe hair. Colors, I mean. So if I want to say I have black hair, for instance, we'll do the other way around. We don't say I have black hair. We say I have hair black. And the verb to have is the verb ter. And if you have any questions about the verb ter, please check on episode number 11, episódio 11, because you have everything you need to understand the verb ter on that episode. And let's try to say colors for the hair. So if I want to say black, the word black is preto, preto. So we say, I have hair black, remember? Eu tenho cabelo preto. If you're wondering how do we spell preto, here it goes. P-R-E-T-O. 
vamos repetir P R E T O preto So I have black hair Eu tenho cabelo preto If you want to drop the word eu no problem Tenho cabelo preto Okay following this structure describing yourself you will say tenho If you want to talk about he or she our verb is tem for instance ele tem ela tem So he has black hair ele tem cabelo preto she has black hair ela tem cabelo preto If you're talking about them if you want to say they have black hair don't forget masculine they eles eles têm cabelo preto and just the ladies elas têm cabelo preto so the verbs you the verb you need is the verb ter and let's focus now on describing yourself and then you can easily make the sentences about he she or they or even if you want a tu or você or nós of course and we've learned the word preto let's learn the word for brown brown is castanho castanho this is quite a long one so i will spell it for you to help you c a s T A N H O Castanho So I have brown hair Tenho cabelo castanho Let's learn how do we say blonde We say loiro Loiro. Actually, this word has a double spelling. So you might find the word loiro or the word louro. Or we spell it with L O I R O. Or you spell it with L O U R O. So you might get loiro or louro, but both mean blonde and they're both correct. So if I have blonde hair, tenho cabelo loiro. Or it's equally correct to say tenho cabelo louro. For redhead or ginger, we have only have one word and the word is Ruivo. Ruivo. We start with this R sound. So spelling it for you. R U I V O. Ruivo. So I have red or ginger hair. Tanho cabelo 
ruivo. One last color in case you want to say white hair, so more gray white hair. So white is branco. Branco. Let's spell it. B R A N C O Branco. So if I have white hair, tenho cabelo branco. One last one. What if you don't have any hair? What if you're bold? The word for bold is the word careca. 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 So, if I am bold, I say, now it's I am again, not I have. So, I am bold will be so careca. This word doesn't change into men or women, so it's the same word. So careca. Okay, I want to do the sentences one by one with, with you. Starting with black. So we go black, brown, blonde, red, white, and then bold. Are you ready? Let's learn this. So, tenho cabelo preto. Tenho cabelo castanho. Tenho cabelo loiro. Tenho cabelo ruivo. Tenho cabelo branco. Sou careca. Ok. I think we'll have to leave more information about hair and also eyes. I know I've promised in the beginning that we were talking about eyes today, but you know what? Uh, this episode is getting a bit too long and I think maybe it's better that we leave that information for the following episode. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and até a próxima. Muito obrigada. Ciao.